Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Sports Complex with Patrick Davis on The Horn. Hour two on the sports complex here on the horn. We're going to get into some Texas talk, Texas women's basketball, Texas volleyball, Texas football. We'll get into all of that. Make it into uh, maybe get into the another award that we talked about. Maybe we'll get into that if we have time. I don't know if we'll have time. More hardware. More hardware. Uh, we'll get into all of that. Uh, and, of course, your text messages. We're going to try and keep catching back up with Long in that first segment. So we're trying to catch back up. We're going to keep doing it. 512-447-3776. Big fat poll of the day today. We were asking if you could change any rule in sports. You could change one rule, though. What one rule would you change? Why would you change it? What would you change it to if you want to put all that in there? Uh, 512-447-3776. Uh, Locksmith Ryan would say uh, flopping in soccer is ridiculous. I've seen a player during stoppage time get carried off the field, and before they started to play again, the player ran back on the field. Yeah, that is uh, the flopping. The, the, it's not even flopping because I feel like flopping and faking injuries are two separate things. Yeah, I would agree. Because the flop is, hey, I'm trying to get a foul called, and I'm, like a lot of times flopping too is you're trying to still hit a shot, but you're, so you're trying to control your body in a way, and it just looks really bad because you're trying to control it. While you're trying to throw one other hand in the air, and you're right, and uh, so I get it, but it's yeah, when you're now on the ground faking an injury to try and get a guy thrown out, or you know get a yellow card so that you can have a statistical advantage in the game by cheating, then it becomes even much worse. So you go flopping. I get it's in the moment, you know, you get hit, you make a split second decision, fly in the air. Sure, who doesn't? Who but doesn't then when you get on the ground, yeah. when you get on the ground, you go no. I need to back you out of me. And then you peek for the ref. And, and then you, peek, and you and see then, him get your attention. And you go, oh, man. And oh, then, my back. And they put some sunscreen on you. And you get up and, and run back out. Yeah. Yeah. That's no. Terrible. I, I'm I No, I'm with you. I, I'm with you that if you lay down on the ground and I'm in soccer. Like, I'm the, like, 10-count boxing for soccer. Okay. Yeah. If you can't get up in 10-count, you're out. Done. Substitute them. Oh, let's make it a show, too. Let's get them out there in their face and give them the countdown. And give them the countdown. You get 10 seconds, man. 10 seconds. You're either in or you're substituted out and you can't come back in, man. Yeah, clock's running, dude. We got to go. Get 10 up. seconds. Get up. 10 seconds. <laughs> Count you down. And if you want to limp around, fine. You can make the decision later. But you're not going to pretend. But then you're a statistical disadvantage because you're faking an injury. Yeah, after 10 seconds, we're getting you off the field. And if you say, no, I'm down for the count. I'm actually hurt. Cool. You're substituted out. Yeah. You, you, don't know, you no longer get to make the, well, we'll see if he can come back. No, no. Decisions made for you. You've, right. you've, we've given you, we've given you too much rope, and you have hung yourselves with it. <laughs> You're done with it. I'm with you. I'm with you, Locksmith Ryan. I still probably wouldn't watch much of it, but I'd watch more. <laughs> Tell you what, uh, I'll guarantee you this: I will watch the World Cup as long as USA is not eliminated. I'll watch that much soccer. Uh, Giannis said he wanted the ball for Damian Lillard because he passed Corver on the all-time three-point list. I, I look. I can believe that. I and there's plenty of reasons. Dude, it was, Giannis is just passionate about his balls. <laughs> he loves his balls, man. That's it. Yeah, he just 
And he wanted it back. <laughs> he wanted it back. No, I, it was it. Look, the whole thing was a bad look, and then the fact he thought that they still didn't give it to him. Well, you're talking about the comments after the comments. That he goes, "I don't know if that's the ball. I don't." And you're like, "Who? First of all, who it's cares?" It's like a kid. You take the toy away, and then you give it back to him. They're like, "I don't know if it's the same one." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't. It's and you're like, "Who cares?" Even just say it is. <laughs> the certificate of authenticity would say it's yours. It's the thing. I just how would you even tell? I don't know. Are you gonna? Are you really gonna? Do you have a house that's big enough to put that ball? I used my a, I used my fingernail to make a certain mark on the ball. I knew which one it was, and this isn't it. Uh, all right, I'm gonna get back to the officiating one in just a second. I got you still ready to go. If you're still listening, I, you may have turned off. Just but, keep hanging them on the hook there. Yeah, keep, <laughs> uh, Scarlett says our 2024 schedule looks tough and exciting. And we got also we got Kobe. Yes, Scarlett. We are going to talk a little bit more about recruiting in just a second. And also we're going to play the schedule game tomorrow. Go through and talk about all those games tomorrow on the show. Uh, I may or may not have a voice to do it, but we're going to talk about all those games we're tomorrow. Tell you what we think Texas's record will be at the end of the regular season yeah, this year. Undefeated. I don't want to blow too much, but undefeated. Okay. Yeah, no spoilers. No spoilers. (laughs) No spoilers, but I don't expect Texas to lose until 2035, 2036, somewhere in that range. Also, these a year out are (laughs) in concrete. These are set in stone. (laughs) We don't know who's on most of these teams. (laughs) Uh, Take away holding penalties in football. It wouldn't change the game that much more. They already hold every play anyway. It only ruins offenses. That's not true because holding can be defensive as well. It can't be. I, I get what you're saying. This seems more like I don't like that they don't call holding all the time. And it's a weird, like, if they could specify the rule a little bit more. Because, I actually like the way they do it because they wait to see if it impacts the play. Exactly. That, and I'm more okay with that. It's yeah. just sometimes they don't call it and sometimes they do. And it becomes annoying because you feel like it could impact the play. Uh, but I, I agree that's annoying. But I also I don't think that they get it wrong a ton. And if you called it every single time, you're like, yeah, it would be awful. It would yeah, be really it'd be terrible. Uh, I would make any fumble that goes out of bounds a turnover. Why just the end zone? So you want to go the other way. Ooh, you that have a every fumble out of bounds is a turnover. I hate that. I hate giving defensive like because it just makes the game worse. It doesn't make it like no one's watching and be like ooh, like especially like the Jets are a perfect example why this is terrible. Hold on to the ball. No, no, but this is the reason why it's terrible because there's these defensive teams that are great and the most boring offensive teams are like yeah, cool. We're gonna hand it off to. The Brees Hall for seven more yards and punt again. Ooh, isn't everybody watching, excited watching Thursday night football? God, yeah, and plus if you did that, you'd have a whole bunch of defensive players swat, swatting at the ball, trying to push <laughs> it out of bounds like you yeah. see the quarterback doing the end zone. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Uh, hitting into a divot in the fairway should be a free drop. Okay, I see uh, that. Is that not? I don't. I guess it's not. Oh. I don't know enough about. I'm not. Oh, yeah, I, I bet they're talking about professional golf. I was more yeah. thinking like when I go play golf with yeah, my friends. Yeah, when I play, play like, golf, yeah. it's yeah, you get at least two kicks on everything. And <laughs> <laughs> too many timeouts in basketball. Give them three per half, like the NFL. I think you need a few more than that, probably. Three per half. That seems a little low. <laughs> I, I would. I could say you could get more thirty second timeouts. Or maybe make a make a harsher penalty for Hackershack. I don't know how you'd enforce that, but. Because I'm sure what they're worried about is slowing the game down at the end of halves. Yeah, yeah. No, I get that it does slow it down. But, yeah, I, I think just making them 30-second timeouts, you okay. know, it makes it a little bit quicker where you're like, okay, we get to regroup. We get to take the ball out of bounds. We get to do this. But we also don't get – like, because, again, basketball is a game of runs. And when you take out timeouts, you take out a big way to stop a run, right. which I know people want runs, but you don't want runs that are 35 points. Right. Because then the game's over. Yeah. Once and if you starts, get that run in the first half, cool. Tune on out. Yeah. Once they get to like a 15 to 2 run on you, hey, timeout. We need to, hey, yeah, let's, we let's need to go look at us and, and break yeah. a game again. 
Uh, if I could change anything after uh, after the first overtime, you would have to do a two point conversion the second overtime instead of waiting till the third overtime to do it. So moving up that two point conversion, I like that. I don't mind that. I don't mind that one. All right, I want to go back to this uh, because someone, one of our texters, which I appreciate you texting in. I do like you texting in. Uh, texted in a few things. Uh, we were talking about the officials, and I don't think we're that bad about officials. I don't think so. I think we were saying we would like some rule changes to make the the game more uh, fair and even. Or just less annoying to watch. <laughs> or just- uh, this his rule change though is the extra point in football running the running should be a variable choice. One point from the two yard line, two points from the fifteen yard line, three points from the thirty yard line, and four points from the forty yard line, five points from midfield. Kicking the ball, uh, it should be one point from the thirty two point uh, from the thirty two points from the fifty, and three points from uh, beyond the the sixty five. So basically, you can decide larger uh, field goals. Longer field goals to get more points for extra points, and you can do uh, try and go five points from fifty and play one play to get the ball down. See, I don't like this because that's in the that's in the nature of keeping teams that are out of the game already. They're trying to keep them alive, right? Give them a shot. Yeah, and Same. I and, and I think that there's too much of there will be like the trick plays on a fifty yard line just kind of delays a game when you're down by thirty five points and like well, we got to go for five again. <laughs> <laughs> we got to set up the five point attempt. Okay, and you're like, it doesn't matter. Get it. Just give it to them, and we can go up. But then it's like, all right, well, now, now there was a hold. Now it's fourth, and somebody lined now it's, up. Now somebody it's lined up offside. Yeah. Now we got to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that that you know, I I, I I appreciate the thought. I will say I appreciate that you you thought it you're out. Trying. You're trying. I appreciate, it. and I do. There's I'm a fan of. There. I'm a fan yes. of heading for the right solution. Right. Uh, and then this is where we start to get off a little bit. If you're going to take the umpire out of balls and strikes, why not just take them out altogether? Uh, let the players call their own balls and strikes and safe and out. Let's see how that works. They're so good. Okay. I'm not saying they shouldn't be able to call safe and out. We have reviews for it. It seems like they're doing much better with that. Sometimes they still miss it, but for the most part, it's, it's doing fine. Right. Uh, the balls and strikes is the question of a play a, uh, umpire in the – he decides and calls it pretty even in the first, and you make it a real hitter's game where every, you know, you're not calling anything outside. And then you realize – Hey, you know, I'm, I'm maybe calling a too much of a hitter's game. Oh, it's where, eight to nine in the third? Where right, we're let gonna, me tighten where up the We're making these, yeah. these pitchers have to go in, and we already knocked out both starting pitchers by now Yeah, because the pitchers are having to pitch like in, in the strike zone. And so now I'm going to loosen it up, and now a team's down by two runs because I let everybody score, and I'm going to tighten. I'm going to let this – now the reliever can throw it two inches outside every time, and I'm not going to call it, and I'm going to call it a strike every time. And I've seen too many of those games where you say, just set the box. It'll take a year or two for every pitcher to get used to, but you get used to it, and they'll go, okay, we know, and everything is it's the same, and everything is the same. We do it. And I get taking the human element out of it. makes it different. I don't care. It's an incremental Personally, part of the game. I, I think it, anything it helps. And why not take the side judges out of football, uh, downfield on pass, uh, pass interference. That way the players can just wrestle all they want. Let's see how that works out with the referee calling pass interference. I don't prove the game. I didn't. I didn't want that. Here's. I don't. I don't. Those are not comparable things. Balls and strikes. A pitch is thrown every single at bat, right? And a ball or strike is called every single ball that goes yeah, through. Yeah, and that's so we can't extrapolate and say, well, if you get rid of this, then you get rid of that. No, you don't. You keep those because they're they're necessary, right? Uh, and then just quit being about the officials. Get out there and try and do it yourself. I'm not saying you don't do. It's a hard job. I agree with that. I would. I would do it once. You do it once. I, I would do even. it once. And boy, they would love that crowd. Would love me. I don't. I, I we could. Got, I we're could score some points. I couldn't do baseball because I couldn't. I can't kneel and crouch like that, and I can't run anymore. So I just. I don't think physically I'm out of it. <laughs> I would do it. But no, I look. I've been once. lucky enough to talk to some of the officials during the college basketball games, and while I don't agree with all of them, and I don't agree, and I think some people. 
it's too much uh, it's too much ego. I think a lot of people do a really good job. I think a lot of umpires and officials do a really good job. And the fact that it's not talked about more in deciding every game is, is crazier. The reality is, with gambling now, people are going to be more and more upset. And every single time someone loses on a bet, there's more and more talk of it's all fixed and everything's rigged. And so the officials must be in on it, which is not true. And I feel bad if you're an official and you have to deal with that. Uh, I like I, I get it. It's not an easy job. You walk into a game yeah. and no one there likes you. Yeah, you you yeah. should you if you do you should not have social media. Right. You should just delete it all off your phone because people are going to be jerks about it. I get it. I'm with you. And then why not take the quarterback out of the football game too and just jug machines back there like every pass is absolutely perfect. Why'd you take the whole human element out of all sports? That's the problem. That that's the problem. And I'm like I appreciate you listening, but if you believe that people are tuning into baseball to see a strike zone move the same way you're coming to see a quarterback play football, then you care too much. Like it's it's no difference. If you put a electronic strike zone, the viewership does not change. Nobody stops watching baseball because there's not an umpire calling balls and strikes. Nobody does. If you take quarterbacks out of football, football is not a watchable sport anymore. It's it's not that's even why close. it's not the same thing. It, they're just not comparable. I get it. I get that if you're an umpire and you or your dad's an umpire or somebody in your family's an umpire, you want to get it. I get. It. I understand that this is what sports great, uh, what's great about sports is that people can have their own opinions and do what they want to do and believe in what they want to believe in, and you can fight for yours the same way I'd fight for mine. I personally would fight for an electronic strike zone because I just think that I want it to be right all the time. I don't want it to come down to one person and their, their guesstimate of what is happening versus and, – and, and the reality is if, if an ump just has an off night – yeah, and cost I mean, a team a game in the middle of the season, and they're not in the playoffs for one for by one game. I just they were already it's, doing it in the minors. I don't think it'd be that hard of a change. I got. I, I do have an issue. It just umpires being compared to quarterbacks is a little wild to me. It's a little wild. That's a little wild. Uh, I'll say make all football reviews in regular speed, not slow mo. I'm, I'm, yeah. I mean, I think you do need to show. Jacob mentioned that yesterday. I think at least once after you've already reviewed it all at frame by frame, at least one more time, watch it full speed, and then give me your judgment. Favorite soccer memory ever? Watching the Austin FC game, a player dropped and rolled around like he was shot. Player did not slop or even slow down. Love it, <laughs> love it. Uh, Create more drama in NCAA football by only having one overtime of it being a tie. Soccer fan. That's a soccer fan right there. No more ties in sports. Yeah, no, we don't need ties. You it, eliminate play. the third column. We don't need it. God, I hate ties in we sports. Do. I hate it. I appreciate you listening, but I hate ties. <laughs> uh, but that's more for fantasy football, not for life, when he says uh, def- defensive pass interference yards should be added to the receiver's uh, reception yards. Come on. That is. Come that on. Is, are, you, are you in one of my leagues? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do want to talk a little bit of uh, Texas. Uh, before we got to hit this break, uh, we will mention the Texas women's team did beat Arizona 88-75, to starting to play Power 5 schools, Slipping moving up. up in the competition. But, no, they still get a double-digit win. Uh, Roy Harmon has 19 points. Shaley Gonzalez goes uh, 4 of 6 uh, from the three-point land, hits, gets 12 points in that game as well, be able to score some uh, for Shaley Gonzalez, a good game for her. Uh, NCAA volleyball. Yes. The final four is tonight. First game is at 6. The second game, according to Jacob, is 30 minutes following the first game. That's every graphic I've seen. I just or think it's roughly, a funny way to... Or roughly 8.30, on, but it's on ESPN. Uh, you can check out the uh, volleyball team playing in the final four. Yeah, if you're not following that right now, you definitely tune into that tonight. Absolutely. Uh, some notes on Texas football. Uh, we've talked about uh, Malik Murphy. We mentioned it yesterday. It happened during the show at the end of the show. Malik Murphy is transferring. I am happy to see that the 99% 
of uh, reaction from fans, from players, from everybody is very positive. Everybody feels more bad for him that he is unable to stay with him. No, that he's unable to stay with the team through the college football playoff. That the timing of it is he feels you feel bad that he's just he would stay and then leave, but he can't because he has to enter the transfer portal. So we can go make his next decision. Right, so that teams know he's available. Yeah, because yeah. they're going to make a decision before January 9th. Right. So you have to make that, right? So that's why people feel bad, and that's gotcha. something that they're I talking about changing. I thought he felt bad he never saw the field. No, like, no, 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 because he yeah. did. Because he did. He played two games for us this year that we may not win if he's not there. Right. No, I get it. So we'll put that in. Uh, I do want to mention, though, talking about the transfer portal, uh, a couple names. I just want to throw out a couple names. I'm going to throw at you three names in the transfer portal and three names on flips. To keep your eye out for for Texas coming up because we know we got Kobe Black. We know that the transfer portal is heating up. And some people that I've heard that are making uh, visits to Texas. One that is one that a lot of people are saying is almost a done deal. Uh, Trey Moore, the UTSA edge edge rusher, uh, that he's the AAC Defensive Player of the Year last year. He's a UTSA single season sack leader. He's got two years left, but he is claiming he's only going to play one more and then try to go to the NFL. That's fine. But he is, uh, a lot of people are predicting him crystal ball to Texas already, but that is a big need for Texas to get another edge rusher in. I'll take the one-year rental. Uh, yeah, but he would like to go to a bigger school, put his name on uh, better tape, but a great sacker too, which would be good for Texas to get. Uh, uh, Andre Macaba, uh, the safety out of Clemson. Okay. Uh, he is visiting Texas. He was Their original report of when he was visiting was wrong. He corrected them and said, I am. But not when you say I am. Oh, so he is still coming uh, to visit Texas. I believe Friday. I think so. It's I think tomorrow. Uh, but he is from LBJ. He went to high school at LBJ. They'll, so from the area, a safety, a big need for Texas. So they'll, some, they'll have someone on special assignment for that one. They'll have definitely someone assigned to that. Like Michael make, Taff? Sure, make sure he understands that My, it's a good time here. My, Michael Taft, the legend of Michael Taft, grows stronger. Yeah, the best recruiter on Texas <laughs> Texas football. And the other one, Matthew Golden, the wide receiver from Houston. Uh, we saw him play against – we played against him this year. A really good receiver that we talked about in pregame, I remember before, that this is the type of player that Sark's kind of guy. Uh, he is taking a visit to Texas as well, maybe add a little bit more experience in the wide receiver core. Okay. Uh, a couple names to look for of guys who have committed to other teams but Texas is not giving up for anymore. Because remember, that's when you see Texas and they're going out on their recruiting trips – they're going to houses of guys that aren't going to Texas and guys that already are and committed because you got to keep them. And they're getting quite. A, they, they've shown they can flip people. And they've shown they, they could. Uh, Wingo Ryan Wingo, the kid that was going to Missouri, is coming back to is going to Texas now. That is a big one. Uh, Xavier Philosemi, uh, Philosemi, I believe, uh, safety. He's committed to Florida right now, but Florida we know has issues. Okay. Uh, because Billy Napier was not able to produce. They lost a lot of people in the transfer portal, so he may. Decide. You know what, Texas. It, when I when I made this pick, I thought Florida I wasn't interested had, in a rebuild. I thought Florida yeah. may be going to the SEC championship game, and Texas was not going to be good. And now Texas in the college football playoffs, which is helping you a lot when you're trying to get these flips. And you're like, Absolutely. hey man, are they still playing in meaningful games? Right. Uh, Terrence Hibbler, the defensive lineman out of Mississippi State, is another one that we've seen okay. his name come up a number of times. And Hunter Andrews is an interesting one. Uh, he's he's listed as an athlete. But he could play linebacker or tight end. He's listed he, as an athlete? That's an athlete in college recruiting a lot of times. It's basically a guy who's a big, strong, fast. Okay. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, you, he's a running back right now, I believe. Okay, I thought but you he meant plays they just in, had his position listed as athlete. Yeah, they do. So they okay. listed that, but yeah. then he could play tight end or linebacker. He's currently committed to Utah, but depending on, you know, do you want to stay in the Big 12, go to the, the, AAC, uh, the SEC. Also throwing the fact that, you know, Texas could use linebacker depth. They could lose, use tight end depth. So it's somebody Definitely. you can bring in. 
that seeing of what he can do, how he can catch the ball, how he, you know, how he sees the field, somebody that could be very big if Texas could bring him in as part of this class. All those highly recruited uh, players. Some, just some names to look out for. Keep on your, uh, your X feed and uh, keep an eye out for as the season, as the offseason continues on because we know a lot of those guys are taking visits in the next few days to Texas or Tark and the staff are going to visit them. Uh, we do also want to mention that Tavondre Sweat, I believe all the All-Americans have come out now. Okay. We saw a few more come out. Same kind of guys were on them, but Tavondre Sweat has now been now officially a unanimous All-American, Woo! which means he was a first-team All-American for every single uh, pick, he every single place. It. He so. deserves it. You think someone like Walter Nolan might see that and Texas might have an in there, big interior D lineman from I, He might. I haven't seen his name as much I as already visiting yeah. Texas, so I, that's why he wasn't mentioned. I think there's some guys that still could be on that list, but – you know, it depends. Walter Nolan, you know, and I, I don't want to say him specifically, but I think there's some guys too that Texas may reach out to. And if the first question back is what's your NIL, they may not reach out too much farther. Yeah. And, you know, I, that's more a shot at the Aggies than Walter Nolan. But I, I think that, you know, there is going to be some of those guys that we see as fans and say, that's a guy we'd love to have. Man, he's really good. He's so highly recruited. And then you realize, okay, well, he's if his first question isn't about the team, and he's not worried about that, and he's more worried about what paycheck can I get, and then oh, and not saying that he doesn't want to play well and do whatever else, but if that's the first question, and you already have a culture built, and you you may not want to disrupt that. Sark's talked about that in the transfer portal as well. Yeah, Rod uses this phrase all the time when describing targets to bring into your team, and it's yeah. people who want to play for Texas, not exactly. at Texas. Exactly, and they want to play for Texas, not for the money. Right. And that's, yeah. so that's kind of, you know, so we, we don't know. And you know what I like, I'll fully say, cause I don't want to put his name into it. It's more a shot at A&M. Oh yeah, than, definitely. Than that's all, a yeah, shot that's at why Nolan. I want him so bad. Uh, it's yeah. a shot at Nolan, but we just don't know. So if you, if you hear the name tomorrow and they say he was visiting Texas, well, great. Cause Sark believes that he's there for the right reason. I'm just saying we had two all American interior D linemen, Nolan. I, just, I know. Just I know. saying. And I'm, hey, we still don't know. We still haven't heard any, you know, talk of who's coming, who's going, and who's coming back. We'll know more of that probably in January. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we're, it's uh, a lot to look forward for for Texas fans. I do want to get into a story. We, we got to get into it before the end of this week uh, about the Disney Spirit Award. Oh boy! Just because I thought it was hilarious when I was watching the award show on Saturday of this week, and we've pushed it off all week, so we've been having so much fun talking. And, it, you know, we, I want to get to this, and we'll get to finish up your text messages, move on. But I want to have some fun because we're all getting ready, getting ready to go out and enjoy a night uh, supporting the Austin Firefighters Relief and Outreach Fund down there That's at 310 right. at ACL Live. Uh, we'll, play, we'll tell you some more information about that. I'll tell you about uh, something funny about the Disney Spirit Award that I noticed. Kind of a problem I have with, with, the, with the speech before he was given the award. <laughs> we'll get that one. We'll talk about all that, and we'll, uh, we'll get to the rest of your text messages when we come back here on the Sports Complex in the Horn 1019, AM 1260, the Horn app, and hornfm.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Sports Complex with Patrick Davis on the Horn.
back on the sports complex here on the Horn on a Thursday afternoon. Getting closer and closer to Jelly's 11th annual Christmas Jam. Doors at 6. Show at starts at 7. Three bands and then a huge jam. All benefiting the Austin Firefighters Relief and Outreach Fund. Going to be part of the jam right here. Eric Tesmer saying... I could have timed that better if I Man, tried. that was awesome. <laughs> so hopefully I will see you tonight at the show. I will be hosting it. I'll be the MC. Uh, but at Jelly's 11th Annual Christmas Jam, it is always a really good time. So many of Austin's best musicians are going to be joined together, benefiting our first responders. It's a really fun time. 310 at ACL Live tonight. I'm headed out right after the show to go down there. Uh, I'll be there all night long. So come say hey. If you're uh, looking for something to do on a Thursday night, maybe get your holiday started, your vacation started, maybe just your weekend started, whatever you want to do, come say hey. And the show's over by midnight. Yeah, you're not going to be out late. You're not going to be out all night. Yeah. That's plenty of time. That's plenty of time. There's some Eric Tesmer for you there. Uh, just a big, been a gunslinger in this town for a long time. By the way, if anyone ever questions how much Patrick loves his job, if y'all could have seen the glimmer in his eyes I realized when I he got when he got to time that up. Oh, the, when I yeah. heard it, I was like, I can hit it. I yeah, can hit it. That was yeah. Yeah, that's that's also a kid who grew up wanting to be a like a rock DJ and just hit those posts <laughs> that and was, yeah. that's it. That's I can't do that because the job doesn't exist that much anymore. There was so much hope. And he's just like, oh, watch this. <laughs> oh yeah. It was great. I do love you guys. I uh, got you guys on the text line. 512 447 3776. We get uh, a couple more uh, rule changes. Uh, we get a GoPro on college football players. I'm for that. I like that. I like that. For, maybe not a GoPro. It's a little bulky. Maybe we maybe we find an easier way to do that, but I like that. Uh, college basketball possession arrow. I'm with you on that one. Jump balls, I'm okay with. The possession arrow, I get it speeds up the game, but it is. It can be frustrating at times. Oh, really? It can be frustrating at times. Uh, we also get, uh thing is pronounced Phil Samay, but I could be wrong. That's just what the other pods say. I Look, I'm with you. I'm with you, too. Uh, I read a lot of this stuff. I don't always hear it, so I try not to I try not to listen to too much of stuff because so you try and get information, but you also want to steal people's takes. So everybody writing articles now about recruiting and all that, yeah. if y'all could just give us the dictionary version of their names, the too, where it breaks it down. <laughs> Every yeah. single time? Every single time. Every single time. Yeah. And uh, CPAL, we were talking about... Uh, what about the NIL and players specifically mentioning it? You ask what what can coaches say about NIL? They can't really say a ton, but the, what they can do is if he, they reach out and they pick up the phone and he calls whoever, and the conversation is, "Hey, what's well, so what are you looking for in a program?" And the first thing he says is, "Well, I need to know how much my NIL, che- NIL check's going to be." Then the coach can respond, "Well, we can't really talk about what that is. We can tell you we earn it on the field here." And, you know, we can, I can tell you that other players have done well enough. You can see that people are not transferring out of our program at that rate. But if that's the main concern, then we may not be the best fit. Yeah. If that's and the so the question. numbers are not discussed, but if it's the first thing or one of those things, and that happens, I get it. And that's fine. If you want to go, like, if, you, if you're in this and you want to get paid and you're literally just trying to buy time till you get to the pros because you, you don't care, you, don't, you didn't want to go to college in the first place. If that's your MO, yeah. That's fine. I I have no problem with you. There is no other way to get to the NFL other than through college football, really. Right. So I understand that if you want to get there and that's your path and that's what you want to do since a kid, then you're just trying to take in this inconvenience. Then why not want to get paid while you're there and try and get to the NFL? I, I It's not how I would be, but I'm also not a insanely gifted and talented player I've, who's worked really hard to I've get there. I've never experienced that. Yeah. So I can't tell you. This is my favorite one so far. College QBs have speakers in their helmets yeah, the because it's the most obvious. Yeah, that yes. one I uh, 100%. Great job. Phil, Phil Sami. 
Am I saying Phil Simi? Is it Phil Simi? I don't know. Okay, I'll see look, this is what I'm talking about. I'll, you know what? I'll talk to my I'll talk to my people before we go in. I, I we were we were doing the show, but I'll talk to some people before I mention his name again. And hopefully, we'll be mentioning him as a Longhorn, or else I'm not going to learn the name at all. Or, or else you'll keep pronouncing it the way you did. Yeah, yeah. I'll just keep go. pronouncing it wrong. I did finally learn Weangalele. Oh, did you? I finally learned that one. Okay. So we're good on that and one. It still kind of slurs all together for me. but uh, And then I'll give a shout out. Thank you for working through my comments on officiating. I appreciate you guys giving it good thought. You missed a couple of my points, but overall, it's always a great show. I appreciate you, man, being a good sport, playing along. You know, we don't have to agree. Sports. Right. And, uh, you know, I hopefully we'll all be enjoying the game uh, whenever we're playing it or Saturday or yeah, and it's no Friday, problem. Yeah. It's no problem to go through all of your comments. If you're if you're going to put the extra effort, we'll put the extra effort. Yeah, and I'll tell you it's, this. Hey, I I do appreciate someone who has other solutions. Right. Then then somebody who just you know I always call it old man yelling at clouds. Okay. Is why when I refer to it, you don't have to be an old man, but I always refer to it as old man yelling at clouds logic, where it's just people who stare there and go, you know, the transfer portal sucks, and you go, okay, well, what do you want to do about it? And they go, ah. <laughs> what are you yelling at clouds for man they're, they're gonna be clouds you right. just so if you don't have solutions not for progress but i appreciate you listening i really do uh it's very cool to text in uh you know i i thought you may have tuned out i may have tuned out if it was me so i we, appreciate you we thought you you're, a, be- you're a better thought- man than me yeah uh, i do want to tell you the story uh that uh the disney spirit award was given out uh this this saturday and it was one of the awards while i was waiting for the outland trophy to be given out and you're kind of seeing who everybody went but really i'm watching it for the Outland Trophy. and You weren't super interested in this one? I didn't know this one existed. <laughs> I did not know this one existed. But they give it, and then they have to give the whole speech because Disney, of course, owns ESPN, who's doing the award show. So they give the whole thing about how the, the trophy's crafted, and it's meant for inspiration. And, oh, my gosh. And it's for this. And it's, you know, it's kind of where they're like, well, it's kind of a made-up thing that we did, and we don't really have a – we just kind of want the coolest story. So it's really kind of what's the, what's the most inspirational, coolest story we heard in college football. I just wanted to remind people that ESPN is under Disney. So the, last year it was uh, Iowa. It was the Iowa fan base. Okay. For the wave they do to the hospital. Oh. The Children's Hospital. Yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah. The entire fan base That's won the fantastic. award last year. They yeah. apparently made awards for every single one. Really? Come to, yeah, no, no. Oh. Uh, <laughs> they sent you a piece of paper. <laughs> that, that's less fantastic. They didn't do that. They just you gave you an award and then kept it. And they, it's probably at Iowa. It's probably at the Iowa football program. <laughs> Uh, but this year they gave the award to Brian Dooley, who is the starting right tackle for Eastern Michigan. Okay. He got the award for giving up his scholarship to starting left tackle Nick Conti. Good for him. Here's the problem with this is because they put together the package because all of it's really nice and it's talking it's talking about Nick Conti. He's working odd jobs and his mom's sick. And he's just having a hard time. And he's four years, for four years, he has paid for his own tuition because he just wanted to play football. And he's worked his way up to be the projected starting left tackle going into the season. He's going to be the starting left tackle for this Eastern Michigan team. And everybody's looking at it. And that's great. But he's like, man, I got to hit the transfer portal. He's like, I got, someone's going to pay, like, someone will pay for my college. And I can get it. I'm, like, I, I just can't. I want to keep playing. But you got to help me out. Yeah. And you could tell, too, it's probably he's like, transfer portal. He's like, please just give me a scholarship, man. Just give, just one year, man. It's my fifth year, last year of eligibility. Let me get a scholarship. Don't make me go somewhere else. Don't I don't want to. I've been here, man. We're, we're all friends. We're right. all family. Uh, and so this happens. And then so then the, the right tackle says, well, that's stupid. I don't want to lose my friend and this guy. He's good. I've been able to. I'm lucky enough in what I've been able to do. Maybe he has NIL. Maybe he has parents. Whatever it was. He's like, I will give up mine for my last year to give it to you so that we can keep our, friend, our family together. And this is all a great story. Except for the fact they show the coach telling him 
And you know how there's those great moments where they where the coach gets to say you're on scholarship and the whole team freaks out? Oh, yeah, Michael Taft got one. And those moments are great every year when it happens. They're so fun. They're so cool to watch. Well, this moment, they show it, and the head coach walks in, and he's like, you know, guys, uh, I, uh, we, you know, we go out there, and every year I, we only get 85 scholarships. 85. That's all they give me is 85 scholarships. 85. <laughs> And every year I ask them, give me 86, please, Lord, 86. But no, 85 is all they give me. And I, I wish I had more. I wish I had 100. I'd do it, I, but I, they gave me 85. And I just don't have enough, so yeah, I can't give anybody a scholarship. But someone can. And then, they, then the player gives a scholarship over. And, yeah. and it's a real delayed. Like normally they say you're on scholarship and the whole place cheers. This was more of like a – everyone's like, is this what's happening? Are you serious? Are we supposed to cheer now? Like I feel like – so it's a whole weird thing. But the problem is 85 scholarships. <laughs> and you can't get your left tackle. Starting left tackle. <laughs> yeah. Been with the team four years, a one-year scholarship. Who do you have on this scholarship on this team that a starting left tackle? You're like, sorry. It can't. You know, we have 22 starters. So, yeah. And then I got 16 kickers that I got to keep on this <laughs> roster, all on full scholarship. You can't. You're starting left tackle? How are my water boys supposed to eat? <laughs> How, how, look, man, look, they, they need the college education. You got a job. What's you're going to take care of your mom? She'll be dead soon. Who cares? We just like, what a horrible. So your starting left tackle is the 86th best player on your roster yes, at best at best at best. Well, no, most deserving of a scholarship. No, he's <laughs> okay. clearly better. Yeah. But this is, it was the craziest thing to see this guy be like, isn't it great, man? Isn't it just great that I can be a bad coach and. It just really mismanaged a and program. right tackle will save me. And they still put me on TV. <laughs> what an 85 scholarships. Starting left tackle. Can't if, get him a scholarship. If I just had 86. It's not like, and like I would have got if he goes, look, we're Eastern Michigan. We can afford 40, man. Most programs have 85. We can only afford 40. Yeah. I would go, okay, he's got 40 and he's trying to get young guys in and he can't. That would make me, I would understand that. you smaller program and you're fighting the man, but you're not fighting. You are the man. You're the man. You're the man who came into the office and said, "Look, I know I know that I know that Tommy has been here doing all of our work and covering for all of us for the last 6 years. 6 years he's been covering for us. But we gave out bonuses and I only have 5 million dollars. And there's there's five executives. You know, I'm going to give them $100,000? No, no thank you. Six bigger bonus. What a loser, Tommy. Tommy, you got it. No bonus. If, if one of the executives this, wants to give it to him, they can. If one of the executives <laughs> wants to give you 15 bucks after this so you can pay for half of your Uber ride home from the office party, by the way, drink tickets. We're not giving you more than drink tickets. That's this coach. It's a horrible, horrible moment in the show where you oh. saw this. and It was one of those moments that always gets me where I'm trying to watch something uplifting and you see the part of it where you're like, wait a minute. You're, you're the bad guy in this story. Why are, we, why are we leaving you out of this story? I have a question. Do you think his backup was on scholarship? Oh, uh, no, no, no! He couldn't have been because why would he not be? I feel like I feel like there's just like at least like four quarterbacks on scholarship. Like he's got positions, or maybe he's a defensive coach and he's got like stacked fifty defensive players. Where did all the scholarships go? I don't know. And look, I'm not going to go down the rabbit hole of the scholarships on Eastern Michigan. I don't hate myself that much, but I am oh. going to make fun of this guy because good lord, Disney Spirit Award. Can we, get, can we make it another award for the coach who claims he only has 85 scholarships so he can't find 22 for his starters? Even if none of your starters play special teams, that's 33 players. You still have 52 scholarships. You still have double that. You have double that. 
You could give all your starters and all your backups a scholarship. You still have an NFL roster's worth of scholarships. Good Lord. Good Lord. That's all I could say. Good Lord. That was a, it was just a hilarious moment that I saw on Saturday. I told Jacob about it, and we're like, we'll talk about it sometime this week, and we're running out of time. So I wanted to throw that in there, <laughs> that if you haven't. And they've cut it out. Everything I've seen now, I guess somebody at ESPN was like, hey, you know that part of this? That part of it sucks. But maybe you could find it. Maybe if we just search, uh, uh, I think it's Zach Conti. We search Zach Conti scholarship. Or just do the kid, Brian Dooley. Well, because we yeah, are Brian Dooley scholarship or Zach Conti scholarship. You may get the actual footage of that. It is. It is. We only get 85. Just Starting left tackle. If I was a quarterback, why would I ever go to school that I'm like, hey, man, uh, how many scholarship offensive linemen do you have? And they're like, three. Like, peace out, man. <laughs> you can't give me a full scholarship. You know, I like my offensive lineman not to have weak legs because he was gardening all morning. <laughs> Doing landscaping, and then got to come protect me. That's such a wild story. All right, we got to take a break. We come back, we'll wrap up the show right here on the Sports Complex in the Horn 1019 AM 1260, the Horn app, and com. The Sports Complex ah! on the Horn. Last call. So either hook up now or go home and take care of yourselves. To alcohol, the cause of and solution to all of life's problems. That's what I do. I drink and I know things. Bring a pitcher of beer every seven minutes till somebody passes out. And then bring one every ten minutes. I'm very drunk and I intend getting still drunker before the evening's over. Wrapping things up here on the Sports Complex on a Thursday afternoon. Uh, Appreciate everybody playing along on the text line. Uh, We'll be back tomorrow to do some more. Uh, Until then, uh, also remember tonight, Jelly's 11th annual Christmas Jam. You still got time. Doors are opening in about eight minutes. The first band will go on at seven. Tomar and the FC, uh, the Past Lives is the first band. They're going on at seven. Uh, Tomar and the FC is going on at eight. Jelly Ellington at nine. The Jam will be at 10 o'clock. So just nonstop action for you. Uh, We're going to see a ton of Austin's best musicians come together, playing some originals, playing some jam songs. Uh, playing some covers you may know. It's going to be a ton of fun tonight out there, all benefiting the Austin Firefighters Relief and Outreach Fund. I will be emceeing, and uh, it's going to be a ton of fun if you want to come out and join us at 310 at ACL Live tonight. And then hopefully tomorrow I'll still have a voice. I tend to take a few drinks and then get a little loud, and then you know the sound guy's constantly looking at me, and I have my mic, and I'm just yelling into it, and then... I hope you don't have a voice tomorrow. I hope you don't, because guess what? I'm the captain after that happens. I'm the captain now. I'm the captain now. And we're doing a two-hour history lesson on why the Cowboys are and always have been the best franchise in sports. It's fake news. <laughs> fake news. Fake news. Uh, but, yeah, it's going to be we'll, – we'll, tomorrow we'll go through the uh, schedule for Texas for 2024. Getting a little bit of ourselves, uh, but we'll do the schedule game tomorrow in lieu of picking college football games. Even though I do believe some bowl games are starting up. so. Uh, on Saturday. So we will talk a little bit of college football. We may pick some bowl games as well. Uh, we'll pick, talk about the NFL, the NBA, all the great stuff coming up. Whatever you guys want to talk about on the text line, you go. You guys know. You drive the show. We just try to keep it on the rails. Uh, but hopefully I'll see some of you out tonight. Be, feel free. If you see me, uh, you, I, I'll be on stage so you'll know who I am. If you don't know my face, you'll recognize my voice. I'll be walking around out in front of the crowd a bunch. Come say hey if you're going to be out there. I'd love to say hey to you. Uh, and, and thank you for listening to the show. Alright. Uh, until tomorrow though. Be kind. Be safe. Keep your underwear clean, especially you going to the show. And we'll see you tomorrow right back here on the Sports Complex.